0: Press the button, my friend. The Outerbound Show is live ah! from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Oh, good morning. Out of Bounds, brought to you by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's going to be Blue, the official health care provider of the Out of Bounds show. Uh, recapping the weekend, Chris Jans is on a roll in Starkville. They'll host LSU on Wednesday, another winnable game. And we'll have him on tomorrow. Uh, Mike Dettelier will join us at 8.30 tomorrow to discuss the Super Bowl and the fact that the Saints, um, well... Saints are going with a new defensive coordinator expected to name Joe Woods their DC, per sources. Woods, the Cleveland Browns, DC from 20 to 22, reunites with Dennis Allen from their Oakland Raiders days. There you go, Houdat Nation. You have a guy you've never heard of.
1: That's what you want. Mimic the Oakland Raiders era. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So anyway, that's that's according to reports with Dennis Allen. And then Nick Saban has an OC in D.C., Tommy Reese from Notre Dame, Kevin Steele from Miami. Those are both upgrades according to the metrics from the Matrix, but neither one are elite, but you don't have to be elite at Alabama. Now, when you are, you dominate. Or do you now? Well, now that there has been a shift, I don't know if you have to be elite, but you've got to be a lot better than you had to be four, six, eight, ten years ago. That's a good point. I do want to give you this. I want to throw this out. Uh, Bama will have a new QB. Oh, And so next season projects to have their greatest uncertainty at that position, quarterback, since 2016 when redshirt freshman Jalen Hurts ultimately won the starting job. The returning quarterbacks for 2023 figure to have one career start between them. Ooh. But inexperience at QB hasn't previously been an issue for Saban's teams. Bama's had a first-year starter at quarterback eight times under Saban, and those teams have won four national titles and have gone a combined 90-4 and four in the regular season. In other words the rest of the team has always been good enough to carry a new signal caller through some growing pains. We've known that. They don't have to have quarterbacks that elevate people around
1: them. Except right? in modern air, era- the last 5 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh and even then it's you know nothing like what we see at other places. So <laughs> it's gap. not Deshaun Watson elevating Clemson. It's
1: not Dak or Eli having to elevate state or yeah. yeah.
0: So when you look at that, two new coordinators and a new quarterback, and the SEC is better, and they're no longer the king or the champion. Where does that leave us? But then I look at their schedule, and I'm like, I don't see them losing a game. <laughs> you know, they host LSU and Tennessee. They lost those two games on the road. I could see them losing. If things to LSU. go according to plan, I, I still have them as the you know LSU or Bama as the favorite. Right, but LSU has to play on the road at Bama. Yeah, like I would go LSU if that game wasn't on the road. It's
1: much more likely that Alabama wins eleven and loses one to LSU than LSU wins twelve and beats Alabama. Right? right? Is that maybe more fair enough? Like LSU could absolutely win in Tuscaloosa and still not overall be seven and one, while Alabama is seven and one. I love where Brian Kelly's going. They're just not quite, you know. But he's got more established. I mean, the QB will be there and has been there. And Alabama had a good year. Jaden To me, this is this is, and I'd have to go back and look at all those first year head, or first year quarterbacks. How many of them were paired up with a first time OC? That's a good, you know. And how many of it mattered who their OC was again? Pre-Jalen Hurts, it didn't really matter who Alabama's OC was. The game has changed from the years of McElroy. I like LSU's schedule, too, other than going to Tuscaloosa. How about the fact, here, let me throw this to
0: you. I think the key game, they get Auburn at home. Yep. Because Freeze is going to beat some people.
1: Well, Alabama doesn't get Freeze at home. No, and that's when I look that at Alabama's is, schedule. That game LSU at home, and at Auburn. And here, and let me throw this to you: they for the second straight year play a real Power Five team. It's at home. I get that they may not lose it, but it's one more added chink to the you have. It's the what do we call it? Like the wear factor that Bar Two talks about, the physicality index. You play Texas week two. Normally Alabama is playing what feels like a a very much overmatched Power 5 team. If nothing else, Texas makes you have to play a little bit harder, especially with Quinn Ewers. I'm not saying Alabama loses that game, but I think the physicality index of having to play another real team as opposed to some of the powder puff teams they've played in years past, you just wonder yeah. how much that weighs on them.
0: LSU has to play Florida State again on a neutral field.
1: Yep. And how many more of
0: those those are we going to keep hitting? I don't know. And then LSU plays Army, which I think is interesting. But anyway, other than that, uh, LSU has a good... Look, LSU, Bama, and Georgia all have great schedules. And Georgia, they don't play Bama or LSU. That's incredible. (sighs) I'm so tired of that. I want to see the best of the best play. Um. Yes, for sure. Uh, Mississippi State will host LSU in the third game of the season.
1: You ready to call it? Yeah, dogs by 50. <laughs> Is that what you were asking for? Alabama does have an interesting stretch, though. Okay. Because Talk to me. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Like, could first year coordinators on both sides of the ball? I okay. know Kevin Steele has experience, Tommy yeah. Reese does not as near as much. Then you've got a quarterback that you don't know who it's going to be and no experience. It's not a transfer that you have brought in that even like where you go, hey, he may not, may not be the most talented, but he's experienced, so he won't screw up. You got inexperienced young quarterbacks. They're going to make mistakes. You go September 23rd, you play Ole Miss at home, at Mississippi State, at AM, Arkansas at home, Tennessee at home. Then you're off a week in LSU at home. But before that off week, that's a decent stretch of Ole Miss at home, at State, at A and M, Arkansas at home, Tennessee at home. I mean, that's about the toughest it gets, I guess, for Alabama. That is a tough stretch, no doubt. You know, again, I'm just trying to say, could could an inexperienced QB who doesn't know what they're doing, and two new play callers on both sides of the ball, where Saban may be more likely to interject his will because he's nervous. Or, or upset with the direction things might be going?
0: Let me tell you what we said earlier. It's a lot easier playing with the lead.
1: In everything. Yeah. I'm
0: talking about just their program in general, not I, the game. Yeah. I, and they're no longer playing with the lead. Yeah. It reminds me of... I mean, Bama's been playing with the lead for what?
1: 13 straight years, Blake? Yeah, outside of his first season, yes. I'm trying... You don't see... Uh,
0: Jackson Prep has played with the lead since their inception in nineteen Yep, for the most part, yeah. Uh, no, every year. They, they they played with the lead every single year they've ever been in existence. That is unheard of in sports. Yeah. Bama yeah. has played with the lead. Yeah. And now they're the hunter, and they're hunting Georgia, and they're coming off losing to L I
1: I think we forget, they didn't even play Georgia. Correct. Didn't make the title game, yeah. They lost at Tennessee and at LSU. That to me might be even the more indictment is not not just not making the playoff. You didn't even represent the West, which God. in Saban's tenure has only happened three times, four times, like in 15 years. It's a, it's a crazy number. I know Auburn made it a couple times. LSU's made it once yeah. or twice now. So that's four, maybe one more outside that first year. I mean, he, LSU, Alabama has lived in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Most of Tuscaloosa, if they had a mobile... And that mobile, was a flawed LSU yeah, team. Most of the Alabama fans have had rental space at the RV parks around Atlanta for, for over a decade now. They just moved their home for a month to, to the Georgia Dome. Man. And now, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> Trower Park is staying home.
0: All right, we'll switch gears on that. I thought that was
1: Georgia will be breaking in a new QB. What will be the bigger storyline to me, to you? Is it Georgia's dominant three P, which has never happened, or what could be the like nail in the coffin on the end of the Saban dynasty? The
0: latter, by far. By far. Are you I mean. ready
1: to say that a, a non playoff appearance is the nail in the coffin?
0: No, because Brad Edwards is right. As soon as we go to the twelve-team playoff, they are in.
1: Yeah, in it to win it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, whether they're the six-team, eighth-team, tenth-team, twelfth-team, the next year, as soon as we go to the twelve-team playoff, they're in. Bama's in. Well, every I don't year. Think Georgia's they've... in. Ohio State's in. LSU and Auburn will rotate in. Uh, we'll see what Southern Cal does, and then Clemson. Boy, that's a hell of an opportunity for Dabo to to kind of reshuffle, get what he wants back together, and with the 12-team playoff playing in a terrible conference, you Clemson, you are in four out of every five years.
1: Alabama hasn't finished outside the top ten since Saban got there after year one. Wow. So they would be in the playoff every year. And all you got to do is give them a chance. See, that's what's going to be interesting about the playoff is not – it. we all want to get excited about the Cinderella's of like the idea that – Mississippi State, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, South Carolina, that level school could get into the playoff and make a run, right? That's exciting. That's awesome. In reality, what the 12-team playoff does is it gives that five, six, seven seed who is Alabama, Ohio State, or LSU or Georgia that one year a second chance at a life, as Brad Edwards said. That team could absolutely win a playoff because you have the talent composite. Sure,
0: deal. and you can take the physicality. Speaking of, let's drop that Saban audio that you pulled up for the show. Let me, let me tee this up out of bounds. One Oh five, nine, the zone ESPN. Speaking of the super bowl, and that's what we're going to drop as far as saving talking. Jalen hurts. I do want to let you know that we're giving away a Patron tequila titleless golf bag later in the week. You will have to be registered on whiskey 61.com. Cause Blake and I are going to come up with a post like we did last time where you commented on your how you like your steak cooked. It'll be something like that. Um, I think I know what direction we're going to go. But you'll need to register and, and post under whatever we pin at the top. That will be a Thursday, Friday deal, I think. But you may want to go ahead and go to Whiskey61 and get registered. Uh, it takes two seconds. And confirm your email. Whiskey61.com. One of our big giveaways this week is a... Patron Tequila Titleist Golf Bag. It's really nice. Black and white golf bag, super sharp. Okay. Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma Sooner. Starting quarterback for my Philadelphia Eagles, going against Blake Scott's Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Saban uh, was talking to the media about what he told Jalen Hurts when Jalen was transferring. And then when he wanted to transfer, I said, well, who has the best player? He wanted to go to Maryland or Miami. I said, you need to go to Oklahoma. They got the best coach to develop you as a quarterback, and you're going to be around the best players, so that's going to enhance your chances of having success. He did that. He had a great year. I was worried about having to play him in the playoffs, and I can't tell you how proud I am of seeing this guy in the Super Bowl. So, again, Alabama trying, to, after they ran him out, Uh, of Tuscaloosa trying to stake their claim to Oklahoma boomer sooner, Jalen Hurts.
1: I I actually, the fan base is doing that. They are staking their claim to Hurts. I actually went a different route on that audio. I thought it was pretty impressive that Saban was willing to send him somewhere that could ultimately bite him. Yeah. Because the right answer in terms of what's best for Nick Saban in Alabama is, by all means, go to Maryland or Miami. (laughs) <laughs> go go there and turn into nothing. I don't ever have to think about you, worry about you. I'll never play you. Right. Go to Oklahoma, and what he said is legitimately true. You might have played him in the playoff. True. And you could have lost to him. So I got to give Saban credit. As much as like he's the bad guy in a lot of ways, that's a pretty upstanding move. To tell Jalen Hurts, and he was right. He needed to go to Oklahoma over Maryland or no mi- Miami or anywhere else. No question. Because he's in the NFL because of that final season, that that polishment polishment that went on, I think I made up a word, that went on at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley that allowed him to throw the ball more, that allowed him to get better, and ultimately led to him being drafted by the Eagles. It was a good move. Shout out to Saban. I can't believe I'm saying that, but like, what a good guy. Have we been wrong? Whoa! Has Saban actually a great guy? And this has all been, this is this is Auburn media, isn't it? Saban's actually a gentle giant. Gentle giant.
0: Yeah. That's why everybody's lining up to work for him. Yeah.
1: Are you not impressed though that he that he did that? Wouldn't the easy move have been let Jalen go to Miami or Maryland? I think
0: Saban really struggled with the hurts to a thing. You could tell he was, you know, he blew up a lot on reporters, and it, it it really bothered him that
1: they eventually had to make a decision. Do you think Saban wishes, or not? Maybe wishes is not the right word, but in a perfect world, Saban would never have had to bring Tua in to beat Georgia. Right? Jalen yeah. would have just won.
0: Right. No doubt. I get that because Jalen's better.
1: Out of bounds. Well, he did come back and win the SEC title game, right? I mean, that's
0: yeah. the next year. They threw him in.
1: Yeah. So. It went both ways. It was some kind of commitment to Tua. You know, Jalen. Hype. Hype. He was the most hyped guy ever. He was. Jalen didn't come in like that. Right. Tua did. While he was a good
0: recruit, he was not hyped like that.
1: Tua was supposed to be.
0: And and maybe Saban understood that. Jalen's ability to run the football, even though he wasn't as a refined, as much as a refined passer, was, especially at the college game, uh, was the overriding maybe skill set or component that you needed more so than what Tua brought to the table. Look, Eventually Tua would take a shot from the Mississippi State defense and, you know, he yeah. was done for his... Well, college career look
1: who always has given saving the most trouble it's the mobility it's that mobility I think he knew what he had in Jalen and just never quite got it to where he wanted it which is why it's so impressive what Jalen look Jalen Hurts had a good year at Oklahoma I don't think even most draft analysts still didn't see him doing what he's done in Philadelphia this year it's partly Nick Sirianni and the improvements on offense that he's done and it's partly the players around him you went and get go get A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith Everybody looks a lot better. Tua looked a lot better when he wasn't getting knocked out. He looked a lot better with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Right. Sure. So shout out to Jalen Hurts and what he's done. But it's I'd argue even what he's done to this point in the NFL is pretty impressive and a little bit of a surprise. And he had time.
0: He had time yeah. to uh, make mistakes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they let him lose. The Eagles
0: have done a great job with who they put around him. That's yeah. an incredible roster, just like the 49ers. And maybe you know one of the Bills and, and Chiefs. It's not me, teams that are operating at that level on both sides of the correct on both sides of the football. Um, we do have a better here. Let's go to the agup dot com text line and unknown unnamed, unnamed texter is going to bet five hundred or more between the side total and props. Ooh.
1: Do you have a favorite prop bet you're throwing down at Golden Moon this well, week?
0: according to Lee Sterling, his daughter is going to get the national anthem over Underwrite for the ninth straight year. She is a national anthem singer. Lee has been coming on for years. She does all this. She has gone back and watched Chris Stapleton yep. sing. How long, you know? How long the average person goes? Celebrity, da 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 da. Yeah. And she is trying to go. For her, th- this is a prop bet that Lee Sterling has been on forever, and his daughter has gotten it right time and time again, which is amazing. And if she's if she's looking to run, she's on an eight. Let's see. 8, eight year winning streak. Game 8 game Super Bowl winning streak.
1: That's South Panola level dominance.
0: It really is.
1: Yeah, without the corruption. Over that's under. impressive. Yeah, that's that's very impressive.
0: Chris Stapleton Will will he go over? Will he go under?
1: I love the Gatorade bath color prop. Yeah. Because it's dumb. You're betting on what color Gatorade they throw on the coach. What Absolutely. a ridiculous. But it's proven that NFL teams Do you know what the most drank color Gatorade on an NFL sideline is? Almost year in and year out. Is it orange? It's purple. Really? That purple drink. Yeah. Yeah. True story. So that's why people say that's the best one to go for. Purple. Yeah. Purple Gatorade. They love that. I like purple Gatorade. I like the blue. Okay. I don't drink the blue. Oh yeah. That's where it's at. I
0: usually go with the, whatever you call yellow, green.
1: Yeah. Well, there is a neon green, and then there's the yellow. The no, traditional, about the original. The traditional yellow. I call that yellow. Yeah. Okay. I call okay. that yellow. Because there is it's, a, like, lime green.
0: Yeah, that's, like, way, yeah. way green. Yeah, there's uh, a yellow one. We'll have to see what So, growing pets. up, I was I was, yellow and That's all they had orange. when you were young. Well, they had orange, too. Uh, that's awesome. Right by the uh, Northeast Jackson baseball field. Oh. Well, that's yeah. a
1: good spot to have. At it. that
0: convenience store. Yeah. Now, so in Bellhaven, we had something called a totesum. Yes. And I could ride my bike down there and get baseball cards and Gatorade. I mean, that was even in the eight. I mean, right there. Oh, you know what? It's, it's right by Corner Market Groceries. It's diagonal across the street from Finian's. Yeah. There was a totesum there. That's awesome. On fortification. And... I mean, you could still go to Jitney 14 and get baseball cards yeah. too. You had both options. You could I, I could ride my bike. Took two minutes, three minutes. Smart to get to either the Totsom or Jitney 14. Your, Most kids didn't have that kind of access.
1: What was your? You tell me you were bougie from from birth. What? No uh, question. What was your snack of choice when you would ride your bicicleta over I to liked, the I liked. Uh, what were they? Were they called bonkers?
0: I have no idea. There, <laughs> never it was like a, a an offspring of a starburst.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: I like starburst. I don't eat any of that, you know, anymore. Um, you know, as far as starburst, I always yeah. love the yellow, the orange, and the pink. Okay. I okay. didn't like the the cherry red.
1: White Denzel says he's going for first touchdown scoring prop bet. So okay, the and player so that scores. Are you gonna the first go touchdown. AJ
0: Brown? You're gonna go running back. You're gonna go. He's going Goddard,
1: Goddard. the the Eagles tight end yes. pl- at plus twelve hundred, which yes. is good value. Okay. Kelsey will see like Kelsey, AJ, and Devontae would be, and Jalen and Patrick would both all be low odds because they're going to be high chance of scoring. Especially Jalen being able to run the ball in. Yeah. He's been killing teams with his legs. Eagles right now, one and a half point favorites. You could have gotten the Chiefs as one and a half point favorites earlier. It's been back and forth with with injury news and all that. So Mm. it'll be interesting. Should be competitive, if nothing else. Go,
0: Philly. I want a good game. It's gross. I'm with you. I I want a good game. If you missed any of our show, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Also, we've got video on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. Would love for you to go to our YouTube channel, Out of Bounds Sports. Hit subscribe. We will love you even more. We're giving away a Patron Tequila Titleist Golf Bag later in the week. You'll need to go ahead and go to whiskey61.com and register. And that's easy. Get your account. We'll go from there.